Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And this is our five year jerk anniversary. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Lois Lane in a bathtub, look for nipples. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. That was Flash. That was Flash. Boring. God, you could almost see Lois Lane's nipples. Oh, when she jumps in the water. No, no, no. Oh, when in, the in the bathtub? Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, I was straining so hard. You know, you, the problem with a flat screen is you just can't move it. You can't see in, into it. No, where's that's these... why You, you got to see it in real 3D. Uh, I could rotate it. On, I can Tony IMAX. Stark that shit and yeah. just move it with my hands. Yeah. And it's just like a, a GIF, an animated GIF of boobs. Oh, God. I was looking so hard. So hard. So I can tell your team Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because Batman's always looking for nipples. Yeah, that's... Look, it was a really good movie. It was. Those who hate it, um, calm down. We live in a time where nerds are ruling the world. Uh, hence but... why we have our own news channel. That's right. Curtain Jerks. And calm, Just calm down. Roman Reigns wasn't... Well, he was. He's Aquaman. Roman Reigns was Aquaman. Yeah, but obviously he's not going to get a push. He's no. underwater, guys. Yeah, talk about being buried. Yeah, seriously. None deeper than water. Yeah, so just just enjoy the movie. Go see it once at least. Make the thought for yourself. And then, uh, yeah, just, calm, just be calm. Yeah, actually, maybe it isn't a good movie. I should say I loved it. Maybe that's better. I had a good time. I had a really good time. Batman shooting people with a trench coat? That was cool. <laughs> well, he didn't shoot people with a trench coat. I'm pretty sure he used the trench coat to shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, God, I got a trench coat on me. Uh, you got me with a zipper right in the eye. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, a lot of My wallet. I'm claiming it. My wallet. A lot of people were saying that that was just a dream sequence. I stand by it. I think that was a vision. Yeah, until someone had pointed out to you like, oh, yeah. And then when he wakes up, you go... He did wake up, didn't he? No, look, that was, he was getting uh, intergalactic facts from the future. That was the other thing. That was the Flash talking to him. Doesn't the Flash wake him up from that dream? No, that's the, the thing is done uh, downloading. File's done. Yeah, that's what, (laughs) that's what wakes him up. Lex Luthor's file's done. That and Alfred crop dusted him. Yeah. He just walks by. And then. Sorry, so. Oh, God, Alfred. Just gin and tonics all day with you, huh? You're right. You got something in your eye. No, yeah. I am not all right. My eye is uh, in severe pain at this moment. What yeah. just happened? Uh, my contact is like just stabbing me right in the eye hole. Do you want to? Should we po- take a pause? Because uh, we're comedians living <laughs> in Los Angeles, and this is the—if you've been with us for the last five years, you know this is the hard-hitting comedy that we usually present here on Curtain Jerks. Oh my God! Scott and Steve talking about movies, and then talking about personal pains in our lives. Like at this point. Scott's contact deciding to become sentient and eat his own eye. God, uh, maybe I got cocktail sauce in it from all the shrimp we've been eating. Look, we're here in our tuxes. Very, very happy with this five-year jerkiversary. Ah, all better. I yanked it out of my brain. Hey, I'm glad you're feeling all right. Yeah, yeah. Now I just can only see out of one eye. Hey, that's all you need. Look, it's a podcast, Scott, not a eye cast. 
That's right. Nice. Yeah. Good, good one, Steve. Good Steve. Five-year culmination of the comedy right now. All of it. All of it coming right now. We're on it. We're, we're so close to WrestleMania, it's, you can almost spit on it. Yeah. Look, we've got we've surpassed Roadblock, all right? We hurdled over it. We hurdled over the meaningless show that was Roadblock. We're now... We have our blinker on. We're taking the exit to WrestleMania right now. We're doing it. We're we're ignoring Lucha Underground. We're passing by ROH. Uh, and NJPW uh, Berg. And we're stopping to take a piss in TNA Impact and then right back on the road to Yeah, we might get a chicken sandwich while we're at TNA Impact, you know? Yeah. They're there. The, the great knockout burgers. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Breasts. Chicken breast. Chicken breast. Women women chicken breast. I'll have a chicken presto sandwich. <laughs> I mean a chicken pesto snatch witch. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you're beautiful. Um, scared to join me? Can sure. I have a side of butthole sauce? I'm sorry. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> sauce? Uh, uh, put a lid on that. I'll put a lid on this. Yeah. Uh, touch me. I'll put it in you. No, you, I, I, you'll I, put it in me. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a 20. I, I, you owe me change. <laughs> I'll never change. I'll, I'll, I'll change for you. Ah. So, with WrestleMania coming up and everything we got to cover with our February anniversary, we're in our tuxes. We've got shrimp. We've got Coca-Colas. We've got champagne. Uh, yeah. We've got iced tea for those who aren't drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are, <laughs> silent intern. Uh, Steve, he had his tongue cut out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> he tried to speak in one of our episodes. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. The unaired episode. <laughs> the unaired <laughs> where, where it was just like the Green Inferno. Yeah, the, just... my, the mystery episode of Curtain Jerks. The lost episode of Curtain Jerks. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it, anybody. Uh, so if you can't make WrestleMania, if you can't go there and go to the big store where they have that access, where it's just buying tons of WWE merchandise, and you're well, like, but oh. Scott, there's if I can't get to the WWE shop zone in person at WrestleMania. What can I get that's wrestling related? How can I get it? Steve, if you go to ProWrestlingLoot.com, use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, you get 10% off your first loot. They are sponsoring this show today, our five-year jerk anniversary, and they send you stuff every month in the mail. Uh, It's a monthly subscription. Uh, It comes right to your door. Just all sorts of wrestling goodies, different each and every month. And it's all there for you. You don't have to travel all the way to Dallas, Texas, and just be crammed a bunch of uh, 50,000 dicks and 100,000 boobs. You don't want to buy the wrong size shirt. You don't want to buy two of the wrong size shirts at WrestleMania and then stubbornly refuse to exchange them. And then finally, when you do try to exchange them, you write a handwritten note that looks like it was done by a child and just send the T-shirts to WWE until WWE sends the shirts back to you. You don't want that. Yeah, that would be terribly embarrassing. I don't know how one would live with themselves. You might even think that they would quit whatever it is that they were doing in life just to get away from that embarrassment and leave the other person to just... Deep, deep in the lurch. Deep, deep in the lurch where you'll find them dangling in the shower a couple weeks later. Well, what's worse than that is getting a severed head in a box. But what's better than both of those things? Getting wrestling stuff in the mail. It's way better than that. Unless you get Lana's head in the mail, which could be part of pro wrestling loot. Yeah, you don't know. You never know. You might get Lana's head in the box. But can't that, say. Yeah, look, if there's any fans of the movie 7 out there, you know who you are. 
then just remember, if you have to ask what's in the box and it's not wrestling stuff, you're doing yourself a disservice. That's right. You are. So go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first loot. Oh, man. Okay. We got the the card is set, Steve. It's all in place for us. I perused it today, but let's go down it. Oh, okay. Oh, did you want to surprise me? No, I no. no oh, the the matches for WrestleMania. How long is the pre-show, Steve? I think I'm always surprising you with wrestling related stuff. Pre-show is two hours, bud. Jesus, Cribbony. That's uh, is it another four hour mania again? It's usually four hours, right? Yeah, I, I think you know because listener. I don't care. So I'm assuming the show's four hours. The pre-show's two hours. The reason I say I don't care is because I'm just going to go. And don't forget the musical guest who you won't know who it is, especially while you're listening to it at the event. Right. So I'm just going to take whatever they give me. They tell me to show up at a time. I'm showing up at that time until Lillian Garcia says, like, thanks so much for coming. We'll see you next time when we're at WrestleMania. Like, that's when I know to leave. Yeah. I don't, otherwise, like, until Ryback and Kalisto happen, uh, that's when I'm getting nachos and going to the bathroom. That's a two-hour nacho bathroom trip. Ryback and Kalisto is going to be two hours? No, everything leading up to that, I suppose. I see, yes. Look, what's important is that six hours of wrestling is the equivalent of a cross-country flight in America times. Place. (laughs) Place. I meant place. Oregon Trail. No, Oregon Trail. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a really, 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 really long show. Yeah. Uh, I would dread watching it. Uh, I would dread watching the pre-show stuff with all the Corey Graves, like all the storytelling before the storytelling where then they show the video packages before you see those again later. Jeez, bring a hat. (laughs) Bring a hat. Yeah. Oh, so I don't sunburn my head? Yeah, because for six hours in that Texas heat. Steve, don't worry. I don't have a ticket yet. Oh, wow. So I might be sitting backstage with the boys. <laughs> you know, that's how Scott That's how Scott wheels and deals. Can't get a ticket. Guess you're going to have to sit in locker room around gorilla position and watch it on your phone like everybody else. That's right. Yeah, so who's to say? You don't have a ticket yet? No. But you're confident? I'm pretty confident. Steve, my odds are great. There's 100,000 seats available. Aren't they almost sold out? They say that. A hundred I'm sorry, a hundred thousand seats available. Yeah. That means I assume that any person that bought a ticket could sell it at any moment in time. Yeah, you're right. One person just be like, you know what? I don't like Dean Ambrose. Get this get this piece of shit paper away from me. Yeah. That's also if they printed out their tickets. Right. Or they asked for those big WrestleMania foil embossed ones. Yeah. They still make Either those? way, made out of paper. Yeah. So yeah, the any seat is up for grabs, Steve. Even Michael Coles. Yeah. Because Mauro Ranal is going to take that seat someday. He's doing the pre-show. Oh, shit. Now I wish I was watching the pre-show. You'll have to be watching it on your uh, on your phone while you're watching the pre-show. <sighs> while ignoring whoever it is I'm sitting next to because they're not you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think the best part about going to WrestleMania was watching everybody in the Intercontinental match just really being beat down by the heat. And always, mm-hmm. every time they'd look up at the belt up the ladder, they'd always be like, oh, because the sun would be right <laughs> ah, in Ah, it's eyes. glinting in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, we got the same thing this year. We have a seven-man intercontinental ladder match. And this is, that's probably going to be 45 minutes after the, uh, I'm, I'm Andre the Giant Battle Royal, right? Well, presumably the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal will be in the pre-show. Yeah. As it's been, I think, both years now that mm-hmm. they've had it. 
And, you know, high stakes with you win it and you stare at the trophy that is Andre. Until somebody smashes it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, what they really should do is just make you carry that busted one around from last year. So every time it gets it smashed, they tape it back. It's like the hardcore belt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, then you're the hardcore Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Just add more words to it, because goddamn it, that isn't already hard enough to say. That's a lot of syllables for 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 an event called WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they they got that. Uh, who do you, who are you picking in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Jeez, I'd say I mean, probably somebody from the mid card. <laughs> <laughs> that high up, huh? <laughs> oh, should I go lower? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know who's in it. Is it like is it thirty man? No, I think it's whoever's not injured that's left. So there, there's a lot of people now on spots. So what I was gonna say about the Intercontinental match? Do you know who all the people are? Uh, Kevin Owens, Miz, uh, another dude, Zack Ryder. <laughs> um, I wonder who the other dude was. And then two other dudes and a third dude. Okay, that was confusing to me. So. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Ziggler's in there, right? Ziggler, Zack Ryder, uh, The Miz, Miz uh, Stardust, okay, and Sin Cara. Ooh, so it's an eight man. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Seven. Uh, what? Okay, fair enough. That's <laughs> the number you counted to with the names that you said. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. Uh, Ziggler, I think it'd be awesome if went what? to Ziggler. What? Yeah. Or if Owens retains, who's got it now? Owens. Yeah, I Owens or Ziggler, I think, is who I'd want it to go. Not Sin Cara? Not Zack Ryder? You know, Not a real dark horse in this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, you know, those guys are really creative choices, and I feel like they, like, honestly, you really have to challenge yourself to come up with something creative, so I think that cream rises to the top sometimes when your milk is already bad. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's... Uh, Whose milk is bad? Uh, Callista and, <laughs> Callista and Zack Ryder. Kalisto's not in it, Steve. Who did you just say? Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Zack Ryder, well-known racist. Yeah. Zack Ryder, well-known racist. Yeah. I, Ziggler. Why not? It's his, it's his year. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. Um, How about you? Who do I want? Yeah. Uh, I guess it'd be pretty neat if Sami Zayn came in and won it, but I, I like the idea of, of Kevin Owens retaining because mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the stat is hardly anybody's ever retained the Intercontinental title. And uh, in these ladder matches, oh, you'll lose it all the time. Yeah, you'll lose it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I don't want to see anybody else hurt, even though they put people in that it's like, oh, all right, I, I don't mind if they get hurt. Ah, don't let them get hurt. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> I agree. Even if there's people I don't care if they get hurt, I hope they don't get hurt. Yeah. It's the point we've reached that Zack Ryder has a match at WrestleMania. That's how many people are hurt. Eva Marie is in a match at WrestleMania. That's how many people are hurt. They called up Shane McMahon, (laughs) a strange son living in China, working for them, because that's how many wrestlers were hurt. You're right. They uh, they call it WWE the locker room. They should really call it the hospital room because that sounds like a lot of people are uh, are rehabbing injuries. Yeah, it's it's it is crazy. I mean. you know, and not even the Wyatts have something set up at WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's Bray's injured. Isn't Luke injured too? Luke's got a torn ACL. So the he story goes surgery, that he told right? people in a gym. Really? 
I yeah, shit's weird. Yeah, what's he doing talking to people in the gym? He's supposed to be working out in a junkyard somewhere. <laughs> Luke's supposed to be working out by like heaving dead bodies into the chili ditch that they dug. He is supposed to be, but he's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's bad stuff. So I don't know. My guess is you that you see they make the chili in the ditch. It's a chili ditch. A chili ditch? Yeah. It's part of the Bray Wyatt Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Oh, I thought this was like a Dairy Queen. No, no, yeah. You know, don't don't forget to get your scoop of the chili ditch on your soft serve. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, there's there's all that set up, and so I don't know. There's all sorts of weird stuff. Then you got the Hall of Fame the night before. Ooh, Snoop Dogg. Yes. Ooh, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the graphic of everyone standing there? It looks terrible. It looks so fucking weird. Yeah, it looks like they just took these weird... They didn't... It looked like they didn't do any sort of lighting changes and after effects. They just took whatever photo they had, sliced them on in there, and it looks like a collage that some... It looks like a murder person's collage. It's like, a murder these, are all my, these are all my victims. I'm a murder person. <laughs> Please don't identify me as anything derogatory. <laughs> I am a murder person. I murder people, but that doesn't mean I am not a people. <laughs> Yeah, I am one of the people, but I choose people that needs murdering. Your Honor, I I need to be respected in my chosen bloodlust. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's there's. Uh, Are you going to Hall of Fame? No. What, Scott? You're going to WrestleMania. You don't have tickets, but right. you got a motel room. You got an airplane ticket. Hotel room. Oh, a big guy! It is the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, put a one in front of any price, and I'm in a hotel room. Do you have uh, return tickets? Uh, yes. All right, good. Then we know this trip has a beginning and end. What is happening on this trip? Are you going to access? No. All right. Are you going (laughs) to the Hall of Fame? No. Okay. Are you going to ROH? Yes. Ooh, ROH. Yeah. Scott in the house. The Ring of Honor house. Don't don't houses. You better be quiet because your parents are asleep upstairs. Yeah, I never have time to watch Ring of Honor, so I've seen one show of theirs live before, which is great because then everybody's new. I have no uh, expectations, and I can just enjoy it. You get to be surprised. It'd be like the same if I watched NXT. What night are you going to ROH? Saturday day. Saturday day. Are you going to NXT that night? No. Because it's Friday. ZXT, and I'm not. I'm doing a show. Oh, so you're not going to the Top Secret Saturday show? What? Just kidding. I don't know. I made that up. Oh, God. I was just trying to cover my ass. Are you going to the Friday Night NXT show? No. But that's Nakamura's uh, debut, isn't it? Yes. I found that out way after the fact when I turned down several opportunities to go to that show. Yeah, I don't want to go to that shit. What? Nakamura? <laughs> ah, so, son of a bitch. Saturday afternoon is ROH, but Saturday night is your comedy show. Friday night is the comedy show. What's happening Saturday night? I, I hope it's just a bunch of barbecue. Party time, Texas. Got yeah, it. and wet wipes. Ooh, for your mouth, hopefully. Or mm. both. <laughs> it's going to burn going in. It's going to burn going out. That's right. All right, your comedy show, we talked about it last week. What's happening on Friday then? Yeah, Friday, uh, Dallas Comedy House, 11 p.m., uh, d- doing an improv show. Uh, Shane Hartline, uh, multiple, multiple time guest of the show. Uh, Christian Rosenberg, who I do AfterBuzz stuff with, also been a guest on the show before. Uh, Josh Lastman will be doing the show. Um, Dalton Castle from Ring of Honor, as well as Sammy Callahan from Ring of Honor, and recently signed to Lucha Underground. Excellent. So he'll be doing the show as well. 
they're trying to see if there's some other names in the works. Like it was all surprise names until they, you know, confirm, confirm, confirm. But um, maybe there'll be more names. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, I know several listeners have actually got tickets to the show, which I was fantastic, which I was uh, very pleased to hear by. So I will do my damnedest. And people were already telling me on Twitter, like, uh, do this character, do this character. Guys, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, have an like, open door doing policy. characters, those characters come and do us by gracing us, by letting us interview them on the show. And sometimes they violate us. Yeah. So they do us. Yeah, it's happened plenty of times. So it's a, it's a, I have a not stacked WrestleMania weekend. But you know what you really should do? You should do Iron Sheik at that show. Mm, boy. You don't think it'd go well? Uh, boy, that'd be really, that'd be really taking a dump in the pool. Have you ever showed Iron Sheik your impression of him? No. No? No, I've not. Well, I've got a surprise for you. What? Iron Sheik's on the guest list docket for today for our five-year jerk anniversary. What? Are you serious? I'm serious. Look at this. Right here. Scrawled at the bottom in pencil. Hold on. I'm going through all these names yeah, that are also on the docket. Yeah, a lot of cameos for today. It looks like we wrote down everybody. Hey, I don't know if they're all going to show up, but they're on the list, Scott. Okay. All right. Oh, the Iron Sheik? Yeah, you've met him. And he spelled it right. I tried to spell it, really. What? I, I tried to spell it, really. You, I spelled it. Yeah. I, I wrote this on I here. get it wrong whenever I write Iron it down. Iron Sheik! He's here! He's here! He just walked in. Okay. Uh, everybody be cool. Be cool. I'm everybody. not going to do my impression right in front of him. I think you have to do your impression. Mr. Sheik, please have a seat. Mamacita! <laughs> Was that your Iron Sheik? That was my Iron Sheik. Oh, God. Mr. Sheik, I'm sorry. Uh, that's... I understand that it was... Eddie Guerrero. Bye, bye, Candios, muchacho. Jeez, uh, let me turn his mic on. Hold on. Uh, what is this? Why are you doing such a thing? Uh, Mr. Sheik, I thank I you. I know eat burritos. Oh, true. Uh, so I just. Want I to... don't like to fuck the China. I look, Mr. Iron. Sheik. I have no Latino machismo. You do have a lot of Persian machismo. Though. I have much Persian machismo, <laughs> even though I'm from Iran. Well, a lot of people refer to Iran as, per as Persia. I come here today because I took a plane. I took a plane all the way from Egypt to come here today to celebrate five-year anniversary. What were you doing in Egypt? I took a plane. I want to be known on Twitter, hashtag Egypt there. Uh, oh, okay. That was me. I took a plane. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, uh, the well, I should say the terrifying uh, plane hijacking that happened where they ended up landing the plane in, what, was it Lisbon? Libya? Where was it? Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Then I read the car to come all the way to oh, California. Oh, okay. Now that's why there were so many selfies of the of the hijacker. Yeah, I, I said, you take this place... You take this plane to Hollywood, California, or I crush your dicks. Uh, was that be, were you just trying to get to the United States to get to Mania, or were you? No, I don't care about WrestleMania. Whether they have a faggot Hulk Hogan. No, I want to come to Five Year Jerkiverse to celebrate with you, with oh, you faggots. Iron Sheik, thank you, you Jew so faggots. much. Ah, you Jew faggot oh, here. Okay, Give right. me that dick. Uh, no, Give no, me that uncircumcised uh, okay. dick. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> uh, Look at the foreskin. Yes, you're making it talk. That's very funny. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Espinosa dick. <laughs> Big Jim Carrey fan. I'm a very big Jim Carrey fan. I watched Man on the Moon last night uh, while I was flying Egypt there. How was that, Iron Sheik? How oh, was Jay Lawler, son of a bitch, having sex with the underage girls, Jew girls, I don't like. Has that been confirmed? Is he a, is he a, is he a freak? Is, is he a freak? Is he an actual monster? I'm not a private detective. I just know what I know from a honky-tonk man. He's my best friend. <laughs> 
He tells me he's a no good son of a bitch. I say he's no good son of a bitch. Now, Iron Cheek, you've been hanging out with Honky Tonk Man a lot? Of course I hang out with him all the time. He's one of my best friends. We do the interviews all the time when they pay us. You no pay? Honky Tonk Man no talk to you. I, that's true. He won't. He won't talk to us. He would. He also would not hijack a plane with me. No, he not if you're not gonna pay him. He said it, it's in a poor taste. Yeah. I, what? I, Hockey talk man said that. He said it's in a poor taste. I said, ah, oh, well, fuck you, you faggot. And then I uh, hijack a plane you know, just to be here with you guys. But then it lands in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I, I had to hijack a car to come here. You know what, Iron Sheik? If it if Honky Tonk Man thought it was too controversial, then I have to applaud you. I think you've taken it. Well, to the next do one. it. What? Do it. Don't do it like an end of an 80s movie where you expect other people to join you in. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. My dick bow. Look at this. I make it up and a down. Up and a down. Uh, do you do uh, any impressions, Iron Cheek? It's a comedy show. Do you do a Honky Tonk Man impression? I got uh, my long sideburns and <laughs> I've got some hair. It is also a slick back. I, I come to you because I hate the black. I'm a Honky Tonk Man. Wow. I'm a honky tonk man. Do you can you do a little bit can you do some singing? That's what I did. I just did a song. Oh, sorry. I it was wonderful. Don't you recognize the lyrics? I got my uh, long sideburn. I have some hair that is slicked back. I come to your town because I hate the blacks. I'm a honky tonk man. Ah, uh, that last slide, I don't remember him doing that near uh, the old arena. What show. are you talking about? Oh, because WWE Network <laughs> like to change the history of everything. I suppose so. Oh, look at the Jew faggot Hulk Hogan. They make it a uh, Iron Sheik lose. That never happened in the Madison Square Garden. That is a Transformer Michael Bay bullshit. Uh, so wait, you won against Hulk Hogan in that Madison Square Garden? I won against him in the Madison Square Garden. I went on to carry the title for many, many years in all of the WrestleManias. Now, uh, you said... I you... fought Kurt Angle. <laughs> I made him a tap out. Did you? Of course I did. When was this? This was a WrestleMania number. Number, uh, uh, Roman numerals. Uh, 25. Gimmick Battle Royal, right? That's all right. I made Kurt Angle come in there. I made him a tap out, throw him out over the top rope. I won the championship again. I remember that. I won it more than once. I won it 18 times. Now, is that your favorite WrestleMania memory? I killed you? Eddie Guerrero in WrestleMania 26. I'm sorry. Oh, excuse me? I killed him. You killed Eddie Guerrero That's in right. WrestleMania. I, there, it was a murder match, and I was a murder person. And I, I go in, and I take Eddie Guerrero, and I said, only one can survive. I cut his head off and I gained his powers. Uh, Scott, be careful with that Iron Sheik impression. I feel like we might be uh, getting pretty close to the edge on this. Turn my mic off. Turn my mic off. Uh, okay. Turn my mic off. It's up. Okay. I, I, well, now up. I can do the impression again. You cut me as I, soon as I know. Came sorry. Out. I just. Uh, I don't see why you have to cut Sheik while I'm talking. But uh, oh, look, I, just... we don't need to expand this a lot. All right. Now Iron Sheik. Let's see. No he. Now Iron Cheek's yelling. Now Iron Cheek's yelling. Okay, no, no, no. Just because I gain his powers like a Highlander doesn't mean that I am Eddie Guerrero. No, no, I, I killed many wrestlers over the time because that's how you, you if you leave town, you gotta die. Hey, is that's it, old wrestler rules. So loser leaves town, or if they're it's their last match in their hometown, that you literally bury them. You gain their soul. I killed Eddie Guerrero. I killed Hulk Hogan. He's dead. His career is dead. No, I killed him. Oh, what? What do you? What do you try? Don't you watch the WrestleManias? I killed Eddie Guerrero. I killed Hulk Hogan. I killed Vince McMahon. I killed Brock Lesnar. Uh, so these are just. I killed the Undertaker. I killed all these people. You know what, Iron Sheik? I killed uh, Shane McMahon. 
Uh, you know what, Iron Sheik? I feel like you're just your ego might be getting ahead of you. I think a lot what of these. What are you talking about? My ego getting ahead of me? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Name name one occasion where this happened. Well, Undertaker and Shane McMahon both actually have a match at WrestleMania this Sunday. Oh, if Michael J. Michael Bay Transformer bullshit. Well, you know what? Uh, CGI. Oh, look at me. Look, I take a computer. I put my dick on it. Look, it's a Transformer. What, what is a Transformer to? Get into it. It's a car now. Uh, okay. Get in. I Get in. Well, you just have your penis on <laughs> Scott's tablet. I'm not sure I can... Get in. All right, I'll just sit here next to it. Oh, you like driving? You like driving a yes, Transformer? Yes, yes, I like Jay? driving. The, I, I like driving. Bullshit? I like driving. It's stupid. No, look, now it's my dick. I put it on your face. Where's ah? Where's the car go? Yeah, it's gone because it's fake. That's what I am. I'm a. I'm I was supporting your move. I was. I was uh, painting the scene with you. Then you know I killed many wrestlers. All right. To gain their powers to become greatest undefeated WWE champion. Of all of the times. Are you going to be at the Hall of Fame? Of course, I'm getting inducted again. <laughs> all right. I've Iron already been inducted once before. Now I'll be inducted in again. Iron Sheik, thank you very much for coming in today and telling us a little bit about some WrestleMania Give history. Dick. No, I, Give it. Oh, okay, okay. Crush your dick. All right, all right. Give it. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. Mm, okay. Cut my mic. <laughs> I'm done talking. He's done. He's done. Scott, sorry. Steve, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Screaming and I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He didn't kill anybody. No, I'm glad he wore a tux, though. I mean, it is our five-year jerk anniversary. Yeah, he should have worn pants, though. Yeah, no pants. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got the Hall of Fame. We got uh, all the stuff happening, but I am not participating in all of it. Because as we've learned from going to WrestleMania, sometimes it's just too much. Like, I, you know... It's not that I'm getting old. Some of it is just I, I don't feel like doing it. I'd rather watch somewhere else or I'd like to. That's a it's like a big family reunion of sorts where there's just people from all over the world and some people I know and some people I don't know. But I'd like to go and meet them and hang out and have yeah. barbecue and do stuff. I am so jealous I can't join you. It's never too late. Uh, yeah, it is. Until it's, until it's, <laughs> over until it's too late. Uh, it just sounds like it'd be so much, especially because it's Texas. And I think the main thing, I think I said this last week, but because it's your hometown, because it's where you grew up, I'd just be interested in getting to see that and see that part of you and like see Texas. And honestly, eating barbecue with you sounds like the tops. That sounds I, really cool. I can't wait. If I'm go this year. Is Texas famous for barbecue? <laughs> there, there are years before where I've gone with people that were very finicky eaters and not wanting to have whatever it was that the land offered. So if I'm going with people who want to get sandwiches or soup or something lame where it's like, no, 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 let's get a barbecue. Like, oh, I don't like barbecue. Then we're not eating together. Fuck off. Yeah, those are appetizers. Sandwiches and soup. That's what you eat before the barbecue. That's right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. But I'm also excited for the potential of eating a wrestler. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> hey, ODB. Uh, if there is, you know, there's a lot of injured wrestlers right now. What if one of them appears? You know, what if we happen to see one of them? Like, you know. Seth Rollins is hurt, or John Cena, mm -hmm. or Randy Orton. And they're just hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, like, what if it was just Randy Orton just stopped on by? Uh, man, like, I, out of nowhere, like an RKO, then Randy Orton just showed up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if just it was just Randy Orton just appeared? I totally agree with you, man. Ribs are so good. Oh, but think of it. <laughs> Ribs were being eaten, and then Randy Orton showed just up. shows up in the restaurant? Yeah. How do you think that'd go if uh, Randy Orton showed up in a restaurant you were eating at? 
Well, I'm sure that uh, any bag I brought there. Hey, <laughs> are you done with that cornbread? Randy Orton. Don't mind me. Should probably get an extra set of sides with those baked potatoes. P- baked potatoes. Beans. <laughs> It's a good side to go with those St. Louis style uh, dry jalapeno poppers, rub, ribs, pork, ribs, brownies. <laughs> okay, Randy Orton, uh, I know you're hurt, uh, and I thought maybe you want to change things up when you come back. Like, oh, you maybe you know. Yeah, I'm doing a improv scene with you right now. We're in a restaurant. Oh, and I'm. Pointing out the things on your plate. Right. No, I, I know. I, I, I figured that I'm was injured. I'm trying something new. Thought so, maybe you could um, help appreciate. Appreciate. Okay. I don't. I mean, that. Do, do you want to do the show with me and some other people on the comedy show? Yeah, the Dallas. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> you're posing. Right now. You're posing. You're posing your signature pose with your arms up in the air. I mean, we're, we could be performing in front of a lot of live people and they would, they'd be really excited to see you. You just get that energy, you know? And I performed like, in front of people, of people, a lot of people, of people, the people, WWE universe. All right. <laughs> Um, I know you have. I know you've done WrestleManias and stuff like that, but I just thought... I've done... WrestleManias? WrestleManias. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, I just thought and maybe... And now... All right. I'm doing a comedy... Bit? Show. <laughs> on... Curtain Jerks. Okay. Well, I just thought, you know, maybe it'd be exciting that... There could be, you know, fans would see you there and get the word out and get super excited that you'd be doing the, a comedy show. You'd be doing improvisation, you know. When we've seen you get goofy, you know, you're really, really, really funny. When I get goofy, everybody, everybody knows that I'm getting goofy. Crazy. <laughs> okay, Randy, say if you were in this WrestleMania, what match would you uh, put yourself in? Brock Lesnar. Oh, so you fight Brock Lesnar. For the title. Which one? The title. The United States Championship? The heavyweight title. Well, you won that one before. Why not? In a hell. In a cell? In a cell? Uh, cell. Cell. <laughs> yeah. Match. Okay. Uh, well, against <laughs> what the Undertaker? The, you already said Brock Lesnar. Why would Gauntlet you... match? What, <laughs> Randy? Um, look, I you know I, I'd be excited to see. And then you. what? I shave you Triple shave. H's head. I don't even know what you're talking. It's a hair about. versus hair match. <laughs> that does, you're you're going completely against everything you're saying. Are you just trying to yes and yourself? In improvisation, there's yes-anding where you build on top of information to create, you know, funnier scenarios. Are you just yes-anding what you're saying? Riding a giant anthropomorphized cake 
seems like that's you are. got horse legs. I think you are yes ending yourself. Uh, you see me. <laughs> oh, Francis is pretty Yes, uh, very prominent in prep school out here in Los Angeles and New York. Uh, Randy, you know, I, I hope you get well soon. Uh, I hope you've given up the habit of uh, pooping in bags. Only as much as I've given up doing coke. <laughs> what? So, only on the weekends. Okay, well, that's very telling. Randy, I, I mean, um, stop doing coke if you want to rehab and get back into, into wrestling shape. It's taken a long time. Time. Time? Process. All right. Randy, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for joining us for our five-year jerk anniversary. Well, I brought you guys this final gift, which is a Curtain Jerks gym bag. Oh, wow. This is awesome. I don't have a gym bag, so I want to go to the gym. I don't... I, Enjoy, guys. Scott Narver, Steve Sears, Randy Orton, out. Posing, and then he put his hands down. Steve, we got a gym bag from Randy oh, Orton. Oh, nice. Awesome. Man, it's weird. You never see something zipped up with tape over the zipper. Yeah. I mean, hey, I don't have a combination lock. He's thinking ahead. Oh, good. All right. That's going to be awesome. Um... So, yeah, what are you looking forward to most of the WrestleMania card? Hmm. Uh, so, I read it down today, and I was actually kind of excited how many matches I was stoked for. Okay. Jericho and AJ Styles. Yes. Um, Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. Shane McMahon and The Undertaker. I think that was really cool. And for some stupid fucking reason, I think it's just because it's the first thing they write on the card, is um, Triple H and Roman Reigns. Like, they do... The, they do uh, main event downward. Right. So I saw that and I was like, cool. And then I read the other matches like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, why am I interested in this? Yeah, it's really <laughs> overshadowed. Uh, but it's, I honestly, there's going to be something kind of fascinating watching Triple H and Roman Reigns. Do you think that's going to be the main event main event? Yes. Uh, but, uh, someone today said something very interesting where they said, um, you know, to predict and look at just either the Triple H Roman Reigns match, you can't do that. You have to also keep in mind the Shane McMahon Undertaker match. Like they go together. Yeah. Because of the fallout of one where there's so many scenarios of what could happen, but like you have to marry them together. Those are two matches. It's A and B. They yeah. affect each other. You're right. Um but honestly it's gonna be a Cena Triple H sort of WrestleMania, I feel like. Because I remember watching that and every time Cena hit Triple H the entire crowd booed. And every time Triple H hit John Cena, everybody cheered. And I think right. that's the case of this one. It doesn't matter how bad Triple H is. Everybody's going to love him kicking the shit out of Roman Reigns. Right. And it will be cool to just see him wrestle again anyway. Yeah. To, you know, being in shape. Got the tights on. Got the tights on. I'm spitting his water. I'm really interested to see what the his entrance is going to be. Because that's... Oh, right. He's now managed to have super kick-ass WrestleMania entrances lately. Yeah, he was it. doing the throne thing for a while, and then he did Terminator stuff last, last Super year. cool. That was way cool. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. And I don't know what they're going to do for Roman Reigns, but frankly, I don't really care. What I mean, you... unless they make a giant, like, snow hill for him to, like, toboggan down in that Texas heat. I don't know why what anyone would be interested in. If he came down from the seats that we were in, you know, for WrestleMania last year— that would be impressive. Yeah. Because that's a lot of stairs. And then a rope ladder over the side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've stopped doing his uh, audience entrance, right? Seems like it. 
which could only mean a heel turn, right? Yeah, doesn't want people pouring soda on his head. Mm-hmm. That's for nerds. <laughs> Bullies do the soda pouring. He's going to start pouring the sodas. Yeah. Oh, man. I, there's so many theories. There's, uh, it's well, impossible to go Scott, through Scott, why don't we ask him? Roman Reigns is right behind you. This is kind of weird. I, I really didn't I know. expect Roman I don't Reigns. like him at all. Oh, um, Mr. Reigns, uh, I know you, well, I mean, I, I interviewed you once at WrestleMania before, uh, but it's been a while. Uh, would you like to come have a seat and talk with us? Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> uh, sure, uh. Just I'm I'm surprised that you're not sitting. You're just you're just standing there. Yeah, I'm a little nervous for Mania on Sunday. Okay, um, why? Well, I just thought I'd go straight to the only news outlet that really matters, the Curtain Jerks podcast. Uh, Roman Reigns, look, no offense, but I think the fans think you're out of touch. But if you think we're the only news outlet that matters, I I think you're out of touch. Well, what are you talking about? I'm in the main event of WrestleMania. I think I know what's cool. Uh, well, thanks for that. I, I think that's a different distinction from what's cool. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. By affiliating yourself with us, you're making us uncool. What? What? You, oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Roman I'm having Reigns. a really, I'm having a really tough time with the WWE universe right now. I don't mean to bring you guys down. Oh, come on. yeah, don't do that. Get out, get out of here. Nothing's gonna stop me, guys. And I just don't. Want to, I just want to make sure you guys know. Curtain Jerks has got the Roman Reigns seal of approval. No! no! Stop it! Stop it! No! You're gonna make Steve Sears leave sooner. I'm sorry, guys. I just think you're the best podcast around, and if Roman Reigns endorses it, you know it's cool. No, no, stop it, stop it. Steve, cut his mic. Can't you cut his mic? I can't. He's too He's too powerful. His voice is too booming. No, Roman Reigns, please stop endorsing our podcast. I'm also endorsing adult diapers filled with gallons of human feces. What? For who? Just for those people that enjoy that sort of thing. No, don't. That's a terrible thing to endorse. All right, I've just got one more endorsement before Mania. I've got to go down my list. It's a big part about being a number one contender. No. I'd also like to endorse AIDS. No, not the disease AIDS. Yes, AIDS. Oh, Roman Reigns, it's a terrible thing to endorse. Don't endorse I'm sorry, guys. I can't help it. WWE sales department, they pick this stuff, and I just have to do it. I can't lose my spot, guys. Roman Reigns, first you... You come here on the show unexpected. You're not even on the docket. It's our five-year jerk anniversary, and now you're endorsing us along with adult diapers filled with feces and AIDS. That's what you get when you get a two-time headliner of WrestleMania. I guess you guys can say you really lucked out. Thanks for stopping by, Roman Reigns. Well, I'm just going to hang out here for a little while. Is that cool? No, it's not cool at all. What if I hide behind this big box of tapes? I no Look, Scott... Mr. Reigns, as long as you stay out of sight and don't chuckle intermittently through the rest of the episode, you're welcome to stay. Thanks, guys. Uh, me and Triple H on Sunday, huh? Yes, you're right. That's yes, exactly that's what's, what's happening. happening. All right, I'll be over here. No way. God, I got, I got really teenage whiny. Like, I got Luke Skywalker New Hope whiny right there. Hey, look, you got to go to Tashi Station and they don't want you to. You're going to have to tell them that you need to pick up those power converters. I do need to pick up those power converters, and they're all the way in Dallas <laughs> Station. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shut up! Shut up, Roman Reigns! Shut up, Roman Reigns. Uh, 
I want to get to the Hall of Fame. I, uh, there's some important stuff to talk about the Hall of Fame. It's a very weird class, as we said. We've got Sting. We've got uh, Godfather. We've got now Joan London has been added in there. Joan London? Like two celebrity inductees in one year? Well. From Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the Warrior Award. Oh. Which, from what I understand, has been completely misstrewn. Is that right? It's been misstrewn? I thought you had to die to get the Warrior Award. Well, here's hoping. No. Um, that Warrior was talking about all the unsung heroes that worked within WWE that never got their credit. You mean it's like somehow... a grip or like a guy who oils people down at gorilla position? Yeah. That's what I thought he was talking about. And then it just turned into, I guess, really brave people in the face of... Uh, Adversity? Yeah. And, you know, so that, that's... Uh, like Roman Reigns versus Triple H Jesus at WrestleMania? Christ, Roman Reigns. No, not like you. Maybe if you die, you get the Warrior Award. Maybe. You guys think so? Maybe. Think about it. Thanks, brothers. Okay. But, you know, there's something that's been one who been addressed on this show for a while, and I invited him here today. Uh... You know, we have Doc Hendricks always giving us a report. Yeah. Uh, he's never been in the studio before. Well, we have those pre-recorded packages from him just telling us the stats for Royal Rumble, talking mm -hmm. about him trying to get into Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's otherwise known as Michael P.S. Hayes. And, you know, I, I invited him to come on the show to talk about anything they want to talk about. So I just— Oh, Scott, should I call him Michael or Doc? I don't know. Is it P.S. Hayes? Yeah. Okay. All right. Doc Hendricks here. All right. How you guys doing? Uh, Doc Hendricks, thank you so much for joining us on Curtain Jerks today. excited for WrestleMania? Uh, you know, we're very excited. It's actually our five-year anniversary of the show today, so we're so glad that it's our WrestleMania Go Home show. Wow, five years. You've mm. only been doing something for five years, and you're looking for recognition for it? Uh, yeah, I mean, just, we're just throwing our own little tete-tete right now, so, uh, just a one-on-one. -on -one. Shrimp? Only five years. Wow, that's not really doing something for a very long time. Uh, well, Sometimes it... you work your entire life to get a little bit of recognition, and you don't get it. Uh, is this any sort of specific event, or any sort of specific kind of, Oh, uh, sure, you might think it's some sort of grand hall, where you might get some fame because you were once known as being fabulous, and uh, then given a slave name. Doc? Yeah? <laughs> oh, I, wait, uh, what, slave name? What's your slave name? Doc Hendricks. Oh, would, would you prefer Michael, Mr. P.S. Hayes? I want to get inducted in that name. All right. Well, do you guys mind? Do you guys mind right now if I if I just try out my speech? Uh, Scott, do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> just give him a chance. Come no, on. No, I no, I'm all for it. I, I mind. Yeah. Oh, me you, too. oh, we mind as in we would mind if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, hey, everybody. Doc Hendricks here. Whoa, 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 whoa! How about this? How about this? I'm sorry to interrupt. But what about this? And now, inducted into the class of 2016 of the WWE Hall of Fame, Michael P.S. Hayes. Wow. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. Hey, uh, I just want to, you know, acknowledge the fact that everybody comes up here every year getting into the Hall of Fame, and they like to thank everybody. Well, not me. I've always been different. I've always been a rebel. 
So, there's a few people I want to say fuck you to. Fuck you, Godfather, for stealing my gimmick. <laughs> fuck you, Big Boss Man, for not showing up and taking your Hall of Fame award. Fuck you, Shane McMahon, for taking a spot that could perfectly go to somebody like me. Fuck you, Stephanie McMahon, for telling me my ideas are no good. <laughs> fuck you, New Day, for stealing our gimmick. Fuck you, Bull Buchanan. Fuck you, Undertaker, because Sarah was a cool chick and it should have worked out. Fuck you, Boogeyman, because worms are used for fishing. Fuck you, Mordecai, for being a perfectly good opponent for The Undertaker. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian Kendrick. Oh. No, Brian Kendrick's cool. That was my joke. Oh, the every jo every speech needs a joke. Fuck you, Snitsky. Oh. Never lick my feet while I'm sleeping. Fuck you, everyone, on the plane ride from hell. You cut my wallet. And fuck you, Vince McMahon, for waiting this long to induct me into the WWE Hall of Fame. And thanks to my wife and my kids. Wow, Michael, that is an incredible speech. Thanks, guys. Thanks for giving me an outlet. Hey, you're welcome. I mean... They said they weren't going to air my speech. Oh, really? It was going to be pre-taped. Oh, pretty truncated for the USA Network, huh? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's going to take up a lot of that time. I, I imagine your speech would go a little something like this. Uh, a lot of people come up here and they thank everybody, but I want to do things a little bit differently. I'd also like to thank my wife and kids. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's going to go. That's yeah. what Vince McMahon approved. Well, uh, Doc Hendricks here saying goodbye. <laughs> Michael, PSAs, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Scott, you know, I, I think me and you sometimes we dream about, uh, like, uh, award-winning speeches. Like, if we were at the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes or the SAG Awards or something like that. Like, yeah. you ever sort of, like, kind of daydream about that sometimes? Sure, yeah. Uh, that's probably one of the best speeches I've ever heard is, is the it? fuck you speech. It's a pretty good speech. Yeah, it's hard not to say that. Yeah, I'd like to think Harrison Ford's speech, if he ever won an Oscar, would be pretty great. Yeah, but I think he'd just throw some serious shade without telling anybody to fuck off. He'd just be like, and for everybody else, you know what you did. <laughs> um, this wasn't the name of the man. Uh, what do you got? Chocolate in here? Mm. Take that mask off. You don't need it. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, uh, I watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road the other night on Saturday. Good for you, buddy. Thanks. Number five. That's it? Yeah. I watched it or three in times the in the theater. And then, oh, but I watched it at my friend's house. And it was the equivalent of watching it in a the theater. Because we did a projector on one of the biggest walls I've ever seen. Whoa. Yeah. And I couldn't think of what movie you could possibly do a double feature with Mad Max Fury Road. Mr. Baseball. Of course. And the only movie that I could come up with was the only other movie I've seen three times in the theater in the last year. Mr. Mom. That's right. Mr. Mom at the, at the old indie exclusive theater. I think the only movie you can really pair with Fury Road is Force Mr. Awakens. Mr. Roberts. Oh. I'm out of Mr. Movies. <laughs> Mr. Brooks. <laughs> Uh, I think it would be Force Awakens and Mad Max Fury Road are the only like that's the double feature you can do. Okay. They gotta be. It's gotta be that big. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just you heard it here first, <laughs> wrestling listener. I wanted to share that with you. Okay. Yeah, I'd be down for the double feature. Yeah. So when are you opening up your own theater once you leave this podcast? Oh. 
Well, I'm going to have to empty out our coffers to do that, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, please, my lungs still work. (laughs) Hey, Michael, Uh, sounds like you got a little bit of a cough. Would you two shut up? Get out of here. Um, so yeah, what are your, what are you, have you seen the, the outcry of love that you received on Twitter? I did. Once, uh, per, uh, per my personal answer. favorite was the uh, Simpsons screenshot of Poochie died on his way back to his home planet, but it was me. I died on my way back to my home planet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's, uh, it's really bittersweet. No, mostly bitter. <laughs> I just very sad. I realized today when we were coming in to record, I was like, Oof, we've only got one more after this. We got our WrestleMania recap show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I started filming last night uh, for my movie. What? Yeah, I was doing second unit photography by myself with a video camera. It was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. And well, then. What, uh, what movie is this? Can you leak it? Uh, Can you leak it? I can't really say too much about it because I'm still, like, I'm still writing it, but I already started shooting it also. What? Yeah, but it's going to be micro budget, really small, and it's going to be a sci fi movie. Are you holding auditions? Um, no, I could probably just cast you in it, Scott. <laughs> yes! Yes! Um, Casting? What, you guys have an audition? Oh, Jack Swagger? Where have you been, buddy? I was just holding out for some great things at WrestleMania, <laughs> and then I had my audition at Roadblock. Didn't go so good. <laughs> Didn't go so good. Are you going to be in the audition? Like Chris Jericho still has got it. He's still got it. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was all... Have you seen his chest? It's all super... Weird and like you know pulled apart and collapsed. And He's stuff. got the Kofi Kingston chest. It just—they're still muscular. They can still go, bro. I thought that was a they means. can still go. I thought that was a means to an opening. Uh, Jack, are you going to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial? Memorial sure. Battle Royale Memorial. Sure, why not? Who cares? What about this movie? What about this movie? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I don't know if there's I've been a part. Working on my capoeira. Oh, really? I've been working as a trapeze artist as well. Oh, so you're you're padding your old uh, the back of your headshot then. Uh, yeah, I'm going to one class, and I'm signing up, and then I'm padding the resume with the special skills. Because I've gone to these places, so it's a skill of mine. I saw some people do some stuff, so yeah, yeah I can pad the old resume. All right. Horseback riding. Oh. Fencing. Ping pong. Uh, uh, buffet eating. Okay. All these things. Here's my resume. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, don't mind the ink spots. Uh, just something. I think it's my printer. I'm not really sure what it is. Here, let me take a look. Got Jack Swagger, 244 pounds. Yeah, I don't know what. The, something must be wrong with my printer. Yeah, it must be. It sounded like you said 240 farty fart pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should say you should just put comedy on the back and special skills. Oh, stop it! I'm serious. Oh. Stop I'm serious. Stop it. 240 fart pounds is some funny stuff. No, stop it. Please. I, look, I just, Can I, you call someone Farty McFartyson for me? Farty McFartyson. No, like pretend they like get out of my garage. Roman Reigns, you are a Farty McFartyson. Hey, somebody say Roman Reigns? Yes, I did it, Peck. Hey, you want You wanna... don't deserve what you get. Well, I'm an all-American American. You know what, guys? I'm not doing this for all the dudes that are in their 30s in their mom's basement watching wrestling. I'm doing this for the kids because deep down I'm inside them. Their hopes and their dreams and their ambitions, I represent the kids. Guys, I need a tape of this so I can send it to Vince McMahon and maybe we can switch it to the main event of WrestleMania. 
Oh, you think it's a good audition piece, is Roman Reigns? Uh, that he's inside children? Oh, I think he meant spiritually and, like, emotionally. I don't think he I meant... I think he meant with his fingers. Uh, you know what? The implication could be there, but... Oh, yeah, guys? Oh, my God, he's fist deep! Roman Reigns is fist deep inside of children! You know what? That is oddly sexual. I didn't really think about that till just now. You didn't think about that till now? I've been listening to the show for three and a half years. Uh-huh. Uh, some of that stuff I didn't want to listen to. Uh, and you... Well, I mean, has he been around? Has he been around for three and a half years? Who? Roman Reigns? Of course he has. Well, they kept him pretty safe in the shield. Yeah, super safe in the shield. And that—that was another thing. I tried to bring back the shield. Mm -hmm. I said, let's bring back the shield. Jack Swagger in the shield. And they said no. Who? Now, what would your nickname be in the shield? Because Dean Ambrose was the uh, what the, the crazy one. Seth Rollins was the architect. That's Roman right. Reigns was the... Uh, Roman Reigns, what were you again? Child molester is uh, what he was. Come on, guys. No, child I was molester. I wasn't a child molester. Okay, then you're a child molester now. No, not past or present tense. The only thing I'm going to get deep inside of at WrestleMania is a chicken sandwich. What's that mean? I, afterwards, after I beat Triple H, I'll go to Crafty. I'm I, telling you guys, I'm working on my mic skills. I, look, I smoked a little bit of weed one time, and I've been in the doghouse ever since. I don't get it. Well, let's, that's why we should... Let's get high, you're right. No, no. What? <laughs> Jack, I was just trying to continue the creative process. Yeah, what well, would let's your... get creative. Let's smoke some dude. <laughs> no, Jack, what would your nickname be if you were in The Shield? See what I mean? Yeah, Seth Rollins is the architect. I can't remember what Dean Ambrose was, and Rowan Reigns can't remember what he was. Scott, can you remember? The bong master. The bong master. Yeah, you give me anything. I'll make a bong out of it. Okay. What about a cantaloupe? I can make a bong out of a cantaloupe. Yeah, all right. What about a, oh, here's a good one, a newspaper hat. Of course I can make a bong out of a newspaper hat. Look at the one I'm wearing right now. Oh, wow, it's a bong. I can do this, guys. You know, uh, things have been really hard, you know. Hey, I know, Jack. I've, I've only seen you intermittently over the last couple months. I feel like you're here, you're gone. Yeah, I never know you where you are. implemented drug testing, so what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, that was a joke that Scott thought would be very funny if we implemented drug testing. Oh, I've been saving up other pee and having this fake dong inside of my pants this whole time. Well, <laughs> well I'm just going to get rid of this. Please don't put that on the table. Uh, oh, don't. There's no need to empty that. Why? I don't want a bunch of piss hanging around. Well, you just put it in the Scott's Coke can. Sorry. Here, look. I'm sorry. All right, look. We've got this gym bag. Why don't you put that fake dong in this gym bag? Let me just open it up. Christ almighty, why are you keeping a bunch of poop in a bag? Oh, Randy Orton! You guys are getting weird. Yeah. yeah. It's five years in. You have jumped the shark long ago. <laughs> Please, when did we jump the shark? Uh, Abraham, Abraham Washington had a horse. Well, he did have to get into that drawbridge, so. And this, this show is beyond silly at this point. Yeah, I suppose so. This show's going to die once you leave. You know that, right? I think it'll turn into its next iteration. Yeah, of death. Oh, come on. You can't lay that on me. There's going to be some sort of WCW Nitro... Uh, comedy podcast is going to come in and, and swoop all the talent up, and then you guys are going to be almost 
dead in the Lord. Yeah, the final episode is going to be Chuck Rice announcing via Skype that he bought the Curtain Jerks. That's right, Chuck Rice is... <laughs> Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be a subsidiary of wrestling compadres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are doomed. Well, not you. You're going to go on to make movies. That might start your dog. It's true, Jack. Maybe a fantasy investor like Josh Callahan of 16 Bits Podcast will swoop in at the last second and save Curtain Sharks. Hey, I hear that podcast went under, too. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Scott and Armour's doomed. No, come on. It's not like... Where is he? I just heard some soft crying. Yeah, what what happened? Yeah, man. Uh, well, you know what, Jack? I'll keep you updated. Your on... lady jerk left you during the course of the show, too, for reminiscing, remember? Oh, Jack. Jack went through a couple of girlfriends. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, go through the archives, which I used to manage, by the way. This is oh, true. Just failure after failure. Everybody else got married. Well, I should point out that if... Mark Wardek is having a baby? This is true. What things are happening to all the other hosts? I got married and got a cat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Mark got married, had a baby, and the, there's uh, Brett. He also got married as well. But good things happen to good people. No, but Jack, you understand that if a relationship doesn't work, it's not a failure of the person who is involved. Mm, how is that the case? What? How is that the case? Sometimes relationships just don't work. Yeah, because someone failed. Boom! You failed, Scott Scrotum. Uh, no, but I think you're you're. Oh, that's right. You're Steve Scrotum. He's Scott Nutzack. That's You're true. right. I made a mistake. Yeah, but see, it's not a failure. It, just because a relationship doesn't work doesn't mean it's a person's individual failure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the other person could have failed the relationship, and one person tried their hardest. I, I don't see how that's the case. I mean, what? Like, if someone cheated on them or they didn't find them attractive anymore, that's the failure of the person. I necessarily. Yeah. I think that's a failure of the that's cheater themselves. That's a fail. That's a big-time fail. Would you stop badgering him, Jack Swagger? Fail blog <laughs> featuring Scott Nutzack. Look. I think you're being way too hard on him. Uh, I think I'm giving him tough love. That's not t- tough love. That's just tough, tough. Yeah, that's true. How are you becoming all American American? I, I don't know, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. They're oh, your... curtain jerks. And curtain jerks. I think it, this show has had, we have gone through a lot in our lives to get to this point in our show. Yeah. 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 Take it down behind the barn and shoot it. What, the show? Yeah. No. Shoot it. No. It's dead. Much like my wrestling career. <laughs> Going to the movies, everybody. <laughs> All right, Jack. Yeah. See you around, Jack Swagger. Thanks for joining us. Is he gone? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking stoner. I, yeah. Look, when you get high sometimes, you apparently really lose track of what's appropriate to say to other people. God. You know, I would have thought that, but I've never smoked weed before. And I don't want to give a false representation of what it's like to be high. You know what? I think you'd be very good at it. I don't think I would. I think you would. How would I be good at being high? I don't know. I just think you you strike me as the kind of guy that if you were to get high, you would have some pretty wonderful insights. Or you'd go to a, such a dark place that you'd be like, I'm fucking spiraling, dude. I am spiraling right now. Steve, I really think it's that one. And that, I'm going to do my best once, you know, you know, after we're concluded with our episodes, we'll do some best ofs and I come back. I'm not going to make it the Mark Marin deep psyche of awfulness there'll be a touch of it because it's just there it's me but i i will try not to go down that hole and that's what i fear getting high would be uh i think it depends on the situation that's what i honestly think like if you were to get high and go see captain america i think you'd cry your eyes out because Captain america yeah civil war oh i'd just be upset that i wasn't watching batman versus superman again well get high and go see that no way well just go see you batman versus see nipples I, you know what, Scott? 
Maybe you didn't try hard enough. I, I assure you I did. I, I climbed over all those children's heads. <laughs> you should go again. You should go again and see. All right. Uh, yeah, we've had a, a lot of people on the show today celebrating five years. Uh, what, do you, what do you think back? Uh, anything that was like a particular highlight for you in the, in the five years? Uh, I remember in one of our very first episodes, the chair I was sitting in broke. And then Brett told me that I was a dumbass. Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of some other things. Uh, the, the, there was also the I'm, – like, I'm going pretty far back, but there was also yeah. me getting really excited about the Doritos Locos tacos. Oh, I, my God. And then and Mark. Mark brought it up, and I didn't. I just said I was really excited about it, and everybody jumped down my throat because I didn't talk more about how much I was excited about these tacos. We were like, we were like prepping what we we're going to talk about on the show, and for half an hour – because we went the night before when they debuted – uh, at Taco Bell, and you were so excited, and then you weren't that thrilled with it, but you wanted to talk about it at length on the show. Yeah, talk about it for a half an hour before, and then like, all right, we'll talk about that. And then yeah, they were, they were pretty good. Scott, I didn't feel safe until later. Okay, I could talk about the Doritos Locos tacos now. Do you feel safe now? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're delicious. <laughs> I miss them. I should. I don't. I barely go to Taco Bell anymore, but they've got so many delicious flavors, and I feel like there's nothing that goes better with wrestling than bad food. Like, if you can get at the concessions at a live event. But honestly, the best kind of food you're going to have with wrestling is whatever you bring to a pay-per-view you watch at a friend's house. This is true. So, Mickey Gallier, um, we order Thai food or we order uh, wings or something when mm-hmm. we're watching. So, on Mania, I don't know what we're going to get, but the food's going to be so good. I could bring Taco Bell. I could bring Burger King. I could bring Del Taco. That's the kind of stuff that's really fun. So, I'm bummed I'm not going to be in Dallas with you watching WrestleMania, but at the same time, I think – there's a disappointment that you're not going to be with me eating bad food, watching it at a friend's house. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that was the other thing is there's plenty of times that we, it's not so the being on the show was great, but there was these sort of things that we did under the banner of curtain jerks or because we'd be talking about uh, pay-per-views we were really excited about. Then we'd go and watch the pay-per-view either at my place or your place, or there's always the mysterious third party place. Where yeah. you'd watch it, where you'd be like, oh, we're watching this for somebody's house, and we don't really know them that well. But there's a person or two we know, so it should be okay. Yeah, so Scott and I would always, and that's what, I mean, that's what wrestling is. That's what growing up is. No matter what age you are, it's like, I'm going to team up with my friend, because that's where I'm comfortable. And that's what I miss. That's what that's what Curtain Jerks was for me, is that, like, I'm uncomfortable about a ton of shit, but at least me and Scott are teaming up on this. And even if we have different views on stuff, it's the teaming up. And be like, well, how could you think that? It's like, well, because I do. Batman should shoot people. <laughs> Guys, it's not comfortable watching Money in the Bank uh, and then halfway through Eric Watts from TNA sh- or from uh, Tough Enough shows up. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. Yeah, it's because you just want to talk to him about being on Tough Enough really fucking bad, but you also want to play it cool. And you also want to, like, you know, make jokes about something like that. And he goes, like, oh, that bump, you're going to hit that guy right there. He's like, fuck. It's, it's like the, the work for Lincoln. Yeah, it's like watching a surgery with a doctor who's going, (laughs) guys, your jokes aren't appreciated. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's weird. It's been a weird, fun five years. Yeah, well, at least we're not killing ourselves at the end of the next episode, right? No, 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 no. A few episodes down the line. Okay, good. No, I'm not that dark, everybody. I'm dark, but not that dark. But not that dark. I mean, I think what's also pretty great is we're, I'm trying to line up projects for us just the same. 
Like, I want to keep working with you. That's going to continue. I think I think we got a good thing going here. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I, it, hey, in this time, there was a – boy, it all it, – like, some of it just comes crashing into me at one point. So roughly May of last year, was it? Uh, when, what? So probably in April, mm-hmm. you called me and told me – like, I, I – <laughs> this is one of my dark moments – where I re- like retreated uh, off to the East Coast to go visit uh, family, and I was watching First Blood, and you gave me a call, letting me know about Dave Man and Maze, and that was like the moment of oh shit, this is finally happening. Yeah, the movie's, the movie's happening, getting made, and I was getting the call to be a part of it because before it was like yeah, you know, sure, I, I, uh, in a in a very simple nice way like. I wasn't good business for the movie. Well, it was essentially like I wrote it. Yeah. When there was a plan in place of like, look, when you, when you make something, you generally want to hire like name talent with it because it, uh, attracts more investors, more money's involved. Like, yeah. With names and money and all that. So that's what, that's what I mean to the listener of like where I knew my place was. Scott. Yeah. Scott would be considered a bad business investment on paper. But it, like when I wrote the script, the first one that I was working on, I cast everybody. And the whole point of doing anything that's important to you is to work with your friends and the people that you care about. Right. If you want to make money, then you do something differently. And we were trying to make money because we had investors in. So having Scott in the movie was like, in a lot of ways, people would be like, that's a terrible idea. Who is this guy? Yeah. And my, in my mind, I was like, this guy knows what he's fucking doing. He'll deliver what we want. Unbelievable. Fucking John Morrison said that about me. Yeah. That no good son of a bitch. Hey, he wants to keep his place safe on the card, Scott. <laughs> well, he did. Uh, and it, it was it was a, such a surreal experience of... And know, that was before, just a couple of weeks before we actually started shooting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe a week or two. Yeah. I, I went into panic mode of like, oh, God. Because that everything crashed and started at once where it was like right. trying to get the money, trying to get the money. And then it was like, we're making the movie. Next week, like two weeks from now, it was just, it started and we cast like lightning and everything happened. Yeah. The, the movie was cast. Um, we were still in the midst of that. We're going, we've got to record Kurtinger still. We, we've never missed a week in five years. We've never missed a week. We've never done a best of, we've done some pre-recorded stuff, but we're still releasing a new episode. There's always some, there's always content. Yeah. And to, to do that in that time and we're shoving each other in our cars after you worked ungodly hours. Well, that was, yeah. The end, I remember a couple times I was like, dude, I'm super busy. When can we do this? And we would just take a mic and put it on the dashboard of your car and record mm-hmm. it in my car or your car. And then there's a cast and crew who eventually figured out what it was we were doing. But we kept, we, like, we keep the wrestling things secret. And John wasn't around. Like, John shot a very little He was in of, and out, yeah. Of days. So it's not like we could all be hey, we're all wrestling guys, and so we can back up what we're doing. Uh, you know, it's 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 people that are doing their own thing. And there was a, a girl that was quite smitten with that she would come by and, you know, see what we're doing. Well, like, what are you two queers doing? <laughs> well, yeah, there was one time where you were outside of my car yelling, and we're just we're running with a bit and doing stuff. And it's we also have to record this podcast as we're making a movie. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, shit, that's over. It just all is so surreal that yeah. that happened in this amount of time. We've always done improv shows. We've always been doing something, but I mean, five years is a long time. It's like in terms of 
what I've done in Los Angeles career wise and like what I've actually gone through and like, it's completely different. Like yeah. I think in a lot of ways getting that far with a movie is pretty big, but at the same time I feel like I just moved here yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, however, from the people I know and just the stuff I've done here personally, that feels like it's, I've been here forever. Right. So having this has been such a awesome sort of fundamental, like this, when it hit, when I could do this with comfort, it made such a big difference. Three weeks ago. Yeah, three. I just hit my groove. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, they always, I always make the joke, but it's no joke. You listen to any of our first episodes and you'll hear genuine fear in my voice because I hate the way my voice sounds. But now I'm used to my dulcet tones. Do you like it now? Yeah, I'm kind of like it's, well, yeah, of course. I laugh at my own jokes more than oh anything when I'm editing. God. It's so, so disgusting. God, Steve puts his episode together and just, he, he just, <laughs> yeah, just, like, well, Steve said something fucking great right yeah, there. Yeah, I, so, I sound like a serial killer when I'm, when I'm editing this because I just, I think I'm so great. <laughs> you sick, sick bastard. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been pretty amazing. And we've had, you know, as many open door guests as we've had. The people that we've talked to beyond that, that doing WrestleCon last year mm-hmm. were we're shaking in our boots and just like, do you want to talk? Will you talk with us? And people did. I, you know, fondly remember, I mean, we've seen him on TV again recently, Terry Funk, like Terry Funk was such a sweetheart. Yeah. To, to say like he stopped the line of people talking to him and pulled us aside, talked to us probably 10 minutes saying, talk to me tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm tired today and I want to answer your questions really, really well. And come see me tomorrow. It's like, oh, I think that was a blow off. But boy, he talked to us for a long time saying that and saying like we're nice guys and stuff. And then he did. Then that's the interview you heard the next day is him genuinely wanting to talk to us and having a good time and just smiling and laughing and uh, reminiscing. Yeah. There were other people that were just super cool and some people that were cautious about their careers like – I don't know who you are. Uh, Scott Steiner did not like it if I asked if he was going to be at the WWE sanctioned events later. <laughs> Apparently, it didn't end well. <laughs> but that was uh, that was surreal, and you know, I with with Steve, like you know, we talked to JJ Dillon on the phone. We've talked to Pete Gas on the phone. Like we've talked to people just the behind the curtain of curtain jerks when we're powwowing together beforehand and going like. Okay, so it's hard to convey humor. It's hard to know that we're like... What the hell are we going to talk to this person about? We yeah. want to joke with them. We don't want to ask them the same cliche bullshit questions that they get all the time. Like, How'd you get into wrestling? <laughs> what do you like about wrestling? Who's your favorite wrestler? Nailing it. <laughs> yeah, it's. but I've always felt amazing and comfortable knowing that Steve was there. And Steve was being a part of this. And... Uh, it's and it's cool. Like it's something I've always wanted to do in a way. I just didn't know what it was. Well, I that's five years of developing it. It was never quite solid. And it was like not that it was unreliable, it was never and it takes five years for it to become what it was. So there was a first iteration with the four of us, and then when we revamped and it was the two of us, we were like now we're in an experimental phase and I yeah. feel like we hit the ground running and I like what developed a lot. Yeah, it was I, I knew I always wanted to make something that didn't exist that I wanted to listen to on a personal level. Uh, and now, you know, all this time later, there's been people that say, like, oh, I've listened from the beginning. And, I, you know, they very complimentary, nice things. I guess all the bad stuff I've only heard from Taz or uh, from no one at all. 
Uh, and it's just it's it's really cool that that you listeners have taken to it as well and that you enjoy it and uh, uh, like now it's it's something that I enjoy doing with Steve or you know whoever it may be down the line it's just it's just so much fun for me to do like this this is now the thing that I I can't live without because as Jack Swagger pointed out there are things that not within my control well you've been through a ton of shit man and this has been consistent. I like. I think there's something really important about that. Is that something you developed? Is something you could rely on and go back to? I still feel a tremendous amount of guilt for leaving because I don't want things to fall apart. I want it to develop into the next iteration. And I, You're when I always welcome back though. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think about iterations a lot, and I remember like when I realized that people overseas were listening to us and that we had this army of 15 year old guys and. UK, I was like, what the shit? <laughs> That's our demographic? Cool. Oh my God. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard. I Because my entire life has been California. And even then, a very small subset of people knew who I was. <laughs> so as soon as it, there's something about surpassing boundaries and states and countries, it's like, this is, be proud of what it's become and what it, we managed to do. I mean, I was really scared to say queer twice on this episode because I think it's going to get taken the wrong way. But this is one well, of the you queers know what we're talking about. Yeah, come on, everybody, kiss each other. No, uh, like there's this is one of those few times where every time I get nervous about what we say on the show, I'm like, we we would take the consequences if anybody raised a fuss, and we would always, but we know that we were just trying to make people laugh. Yeah, I think. But probably the best thing I ever said on this show was that if you were having consensual finger banging with somebody, make sure you trim your fingernails. I thought I was really proud of myself because I said consensual. And I also told them to trim their fingernails because that's yeah. important, guys. That's, or gals. That's Steve's NBC, the more you know, right yeah. there. That's the moral of the day. Yeah. Consensual uh, and trim fingernails. Yeah. That's important, guys. It, it's It's been a blast to try and convey, you know, a funny wrestling show uh, as times that we record in the afterwards go, Jesus Christ, was there anything salvageable in there? Uh, but more more likely than not, most of the time is like we end on a chuckle. Like we're still laughing from what a good time we had. Right. And and it's it just this, it's very surreal. And also having this message of just enjoy it. Just just like enjoy it as much as you can. Because if if you're that guy on the Internet and just hating everything, it's no fun to watch, and there are so many outlets where that is not the case, or it's just it's nasty, nasty. Well, no we've fun. our entire I think our entire run we've been trying not to be trolls. I think yeah. our we've always been. Except you, for everybody that stumbled upon our podcast and went, "Oh, uh, you guys are fucking trolls." These yeah. guys are on the podcast, and they, no, no, that's not them. Yeah, uh, I think, but it's always supposed to be you on your couch with your friends shooting the shit while you're watching wrestling. And when it's fucking awesome, your jaw drops. And when it's stupid or weird, you're making jokes that make you crack up and make your friends laugh so hard that they spit soda out of their nose. That's always yeah. been the plot. It's a wonderfully stupid show that we like. No matter what brand it is, it's so goofy and silly and hilarious and fun. And the incredible. moment it surpasses that and it becomes like wrestling becomes something new. It's like... Like I said, Triple H saying, it's over, and doing the Tombstone-style pin yeah. on Undertaker. It's like, fuck, it's over. It's fucking over. The streak is gone. We're upset about a guy who was a total Samoan badass, and somehow, just because we all know so much, it's like, man, fuck, not 
him. Yeah. Not that super cool. I mean, I, I'd kill for his body, and all the girls love him, and he's just, he's, he's a cool dude. Not him. Well, I think, I was just thinking about this the other day. We saw CM Punk versus The Rock live. Yes. And that's what, like, that was... Never again. Never again. Yeah, that's never going to happen again. However, we got to see it. And no matter how much you people hate Punk for leaving, think about all the people who loved him when he was around and still yeah. love him now. I think that's a guy who could crack you up, but also it's like, CM Punk's out here, the shit's going to be serious. So that was like, that was the moment I, I would sit up straight while I was watching wrestling because I was like, this is going to be important. And the rest of the time you could be cracking up. I think that's what's so magical about this weird faux theater sport we watch. Yeah. And that's, we got to cover it. And I love that. Yeah, we, we've had a little piece in it from time to time. We've met some people here and there, and we've only made, uh, like, one enemy. So it's it's pretty cool, and other people have been supportive. And like I was saying with Morrison, we've met John Morrison through this, and John has been on the show and played around and had fun with us, and then was in a movie that Steve wrote. Yeah, guys, he knows our first names. Uh... Most of the time, for me, all the time for you, because you wrote it and you helped them get that check. Me, that, but that, I mean, that's just this crazy thing where it's. We live in a time and age where you know go after it and do it because this this seemed five years ago this was fucking impossible. Yeah, this was like there's no way. I just wanted to do something goofy and fun, and with hard work and perseverance, like stuff does happen. It's cool. It's, yeah, it's it's neat to do, and so if there are those things that you sit on, uh, you know, get off your butt. Just yeah, do it. keep carve that chair into something you can use, guys. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! John Laurinaitis. Happy, 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 oh, happy, happy, happy anniversary! Happy, 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 happy anniversary! John, Mr. I'm sorry, Mr. Lornitis. I was just thought I could do accompaniment. I uh I'm sorry. I forget where I was. Happy jerk anniversary. Mr. Laurinaitis. Happy, 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 Thank you very much. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Mr. Laurinaitis, John Laurinaitis, thank you very much for the song, and thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here for your anniversary. I just want to be here for the grand finale. Well, we do have one more episode after this. Do you mean the ep- the finale of this episode? I mean the finale of this episode, yes. Okay. I wanted to serenade you and bring well wishes, because I remember a long time ago when you guys tried to talk to me on your show, and well, it didn't go so well, and uh, well, I'm glad we can make amends ever since. Well, I mean, we did have our tribute to you episode. That was, I think that's way back in the archives. I listened to it and it seemed like you were taking a couple of jabs at Maybe me. a few here and there. But honestly, Mr. Laurinaitis, I feel like your contributions to the WWE and pro wrestling in general really should not be discounted. Oh, stop it. 
You guys have never been counted, but at some point should be. Thank you. I honestly think that somebody out there has been listening to us. Every once in a while, our plot lines show up in your plot lines. So. I got to admit, I've worked for the WWE a long time. I've had many friends that work there, and we're constantly on the pulse of wrestling, and you've never made a blip. Really? Yeah, never. Well, Scott, that's comforting, right? That we've, you know, we've tried to make our splashes here and there. But honestly, I think all we can really do is just make a steady foundation of content. Oh, yeah, you've made a lot that everyone overlooks every chance they get. Uh, fair enough. I mean, think about uh, King Barrett. He's on the way out looking for anything to do. He's leaving soon with his contract ending. Oh, maybe we could get him on the show. I have no idea about your show. Uh, He's been on the show before. Uh, He says he forgets. Well, I mean, look, we're not necessary. Daniel Bryan, world's wide open, could do anything. He's a funny guy, doesn't know about your show. We actually had him on the show, very briefly. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, he could do anything. He could do anything, anything that's not your show. Yeah, well, he couldn't wrestle. That's my son-in-law. Wait, what? That's my son-in-law. Your Daniel Bryan's your son-in-law? Sort of. I mean, like stepson-in-law. Oh, you're. Oh, you're. Yeah. Are you going out with John Cena's mom? Yeah, no. <laughs> the Bellas. You're going out with the Bellas' dad? No. Mom? Yes. Really? Yes, that's right. Wow. Smell these fingers. Mm, I don't want to. Smell them. Your nails are so long. Yeah, uh, because I don't use a knife for peanut butter. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just scoop it right out of the jar. Oh, that gross. That top layer is always super crusty. Yeah, I'll say. I don't put a lid on my peanut butter. <laughs> Why not? Because crusty peanut butter is so much better. Oh, John Laurinaitis, you truly are an evil motherfucker. That's right, and I'm going to bury this podcast so no one in the WWE ever hears it. Uh, Laurinaitis, you're welcome to try, but uh, we have some staying power. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you showed me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was pretty close. Hey, uh, you're leaving soon, right? Uh, yes. So, I'm just going to take over? I'm going to take that chair? You know, that's really up to Scott. Uh, I already know that my vote is no. All right. Yeah. So, I got one vote left. (laughs) You do have one vote left. What do you say, Scott? Oh, I'm also a no. It seems pretty clear, Mr. Laurinaitis. That's two no's have it. Well played, gentlemen. The Bella's mom also said no, but she eventually caved too. See, that's exactly what I was talking about, Scott, earlier about uh, being consensual. Even you can't, you can't convince somebody to be consensual. It's got to be pretty sure. Sure you can. Uh, can't you? No. Can't you? I, I don't think so. Can't you? No. Can't you? No. Can't you? No. Can't you? No. I do a whole year of this, and you eventually cave. <laughs> can't you? No. Can't you? No. Can't you? Mr. Laurinaitis, don't you have a, another farewell song for us? Uh oh yes um. Is that not for you guys? Is that for you? Well, I guess I should say that we were trying to get the Batman versus Superman sponsorship. However, we did not. Oh, who you got? Pro Wrestling Luke? Yeah, Pro Wrestling Yeah, that makes sense. They're pretty good. Yeah, I like them. Mr. Laurinaitis, thank you very much for joining us, and thank you for the fifth-year anniversary song. Bye. <laughs> oh, wow. It has been a hell of a jerkiversary. Uh, uh, I meant to say something uh, an episode or two back. Uh, I promised you some wrestling memes content. Tom Anstey with, uh, with uh, 
Blue Pants. And uh, we're at the Steve Sears Farewell Tour, so that's been postponed for a little while later. So that stuff is coming. We got it in the pipeline, and it will be coming. Uh, we have our giveaways, so don't forget that. Rate and review the show on iTunes. Send us proof on Twitter or curtainjerks at gmail.com, and you'll be entered to win some great prizes like Lucha Underground on iTunes and some autographs and comic books, other great stuff. Um, 16 Bits Podcast, we are temporarily on hiatus. Uh, yes, a very tough week for me for podcasting <laughs> last week. Uh, but that's our final episode for a little while. We hope to pick back up in the near future. Uh, but that was a super fun episode. Check that out on iTunes and SoundCloud. After Buzz TV, I do SmackDown, and I do Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. I know we're doing Radio Row for that, so who knows who we're going to be talking to, but we're going to be talking to somebody, and i got to hope to not <laughs> ask really, really stupid questions. Uh, and then Believe you- in yourself. Oh, man, Bo Dallas might be there. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. Sammy Callahan. Jack Evans, Roderick Strong, all those episodes have been released. Go check those out. Super funny stuff. YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. And of course, I'll be in Dallas, uh, WrestleMania weekend all week. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to be eating barbecue all the time. And of course, I got the comedy show at the Dallas Comedy House. So hit me up if you want details for that. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. I'm Scott, really Scott flies out tonight for WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. At, well,. Yeah, with the time we're recording this, I, I hop on a plane in a few hours. Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm bummed you're not going to be there. Me too. But Have a good time. Hey, you too. Thanks, man. All right. Hey, happy jerkiversary. Thanks. Happy jerkiversary to you. And happy jerkiversary to you too, listeners. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code JERKS. Get 10% off your first loot. For Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.